Hello and welcome back to A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. I'm your host, Mitchie, and joining me as usual is Patrick. Hello. And today we're covering Season 3, Episode 4 of Breaking Bad, otherwise titled Green Light. Uh, what happens in this episode, Pat? What does happen in this episode? I don't know. I... <laughs> the plot summary is one paragraph. Is it? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to make it up ourselves. But, like, to me, this is a very interesting episode for Walt. He seems like he's in this weird trance the whole episode. Yeah, like... Yes, I have that written down, too. <laughs> he's, like, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he's, like, just stoned or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. But obviously more stuff than that happens, too. Cool. Uh, let's go to the one-paragraph plot summary. <laughs> All right. Jesse gives meth to a cashier in exchange for gasoline. Meanwhile, Walt makes a scene at Skylar's workplace while confronting Ted, and he is thrown out of the building. Immediately afterwards, Mike takes Walt to Saul's office. Saul tries to convince Walt to continue producing meth, but Walt refuses the offer and loses Saul's help laundering money. Alright, yeah, so this episode is actually pretty important in terms of what happens in, not in a character art kind of thing, but more just progressing the plot. Like, Hank actually makes some pretty big uh, leaps in the investigation into Heisenberg in this. Right. Like, when you think about it, figuring out about that camper van that they cook meth in, it's kind of a big deal. Hmm. But yeah, like, with the opening scene, like, what do you think's going on with Jesse? Like, surely he's got cash to pay for the gasoline, for the petrol. Like, he's obviously just kind of, it almost feels like he's trying to, like, just tempt fate or something, and he's just fucking around because he can't. Like, the cop walks in, and he makes no attempt to hide it. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, th- I think more to hear this, him accepting his role as the bad guy, Yeah, he just feels like he should do bad guy things. And, you know, what he does is absolutely terrible, like... You know, this poor girl, like, what does she say? You know, he's like, oh, have you ever done drugs? She's like, yeah, I smoked weed a couple of times at a party. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, I don't know, he's like talking down meth or rather he's, you know, he's like, she's like, what's it like? And he's like, it's awesome. And I don't know, just like intentionally trying to get people to like, you know, hooked on drugs and shit. Like that's one of the worst things you could possibly do, I reckon. Yeah. Especially when it's methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's seriously not <laughs> a light drug. Like, yeah. But I don't know. He said it's okay, so maybe we should try it, Pat. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I. How can how can I, how's my opinion valid? You know, I, I'm not. I'm not. I can't never try meth. I can't speak to this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got to try it first before you can say anything about it. You know, it's so judgmental of all these methods. Uh, when we meet up next, we'll uh, we'll grab a teenth <laughs> and we'll, we'll just smoke a little bit. See how it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alright. <laughs> totally kidding, by the way, for anyone, for any law yeah, enforcement. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do meds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fucking, the pot plant. <laughs> I love this, when Walt goes into the Benicky <laughs> place and he tries to break the window with that pot plant. And then, and then Skylar comes down the stairs and she's just like, what the fuck is going on? And she <laughs> sees her husband there with a pot plant trying to knock down the window. Like, And like, the way he looks up at out of the leaves it's like so goofy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh, i'm speaking to ted yeah yeah and then that that um uh the woman at the desk uh <laughs> she like gives skylar this real dirty yeah look. she really doesn't like, like skylar right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man this whole scene is so fucking funny like how i just you know by this point walt is really feeling himself as like a gangster but you can really tell that this has got to him He's finally been emotionally affected in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Skylar did something back to him that's really kind of fucked him. Like, that's something he's obviously got strong feelings about, which which I wouldn't doubt for most people. But um, but for him, it seems 
you know, he doesn't have any restraint at all. He's happy to go in there and make a scene about it, which says a lot because Watt's not the kind of person that would do that normally. Yeah, but he has not the resources, but, you know, the um, the will to do it now. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Saul doing Saul things. <laughs> he's, like, putting different neck braces on that guy. <laughs> and then he's the guy's like, I can't breathe. Yeah. He's like, yeah, well, we all have to suffer a little yeah. for, you know, our cause. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, I just love, like, there's a lot of these moments I feel, like, right before the scene with Saul, we see him interacting with someone else, and you catch the tail end of that conversation, and it's always, like, something really fucking abrupt yeah. and funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I love his, um, what he says to Walt. Walt's just so pissed off, and he's like... He says, it's a cruel world, world, Walt, grow up. Like, like what a thing to say to someone. Like, he's, he's just so terrible at like, consoling someone. <laughs> is so. that is that after he's like, I caught my second wife cheating on me with my stepdad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has no fucking tact whatsoever when it comes to, like, emotional kind of conversations. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's dead inside, truly. Yeah, he really is, yeah. yeah. But it's funny, though, and then they have a fight anyway, and everything seems dead on that front. At least mm. for now. Moving on? Yeah. All right. Walt later makes a pass toward the attractive vice principal at the school, Carmen Molina. She rejects his advances and places him on indefinite leave. Jesse reaches out to Walt as he has produced a new batch of meth on his own. Walt rejects Jesse's product as substandard, and Jesse resolves to sell the product to Gus himself. Gus reluctantly agrees to the purchase, anticipating that Walt's pride and financial need may convince him to accept his business proposition. Meanwhile, Skylar continues her affair with Ted, and Hank foregoes his transfer to El Paso in order to pursue a new lead at a gas station. End of it. Mm. Yeah, what, what's going on with Carmen? <laughs> that was, this, this is mainly the thing that gives him this drunk vibe. Like, yeah. w- like seriously, like when, he's in this, when he's in the office, his like, le- head's like, you know, lolling to the side. Yeah. Yeah. I think, is this his way of, like, seducing someone? You know, like... <laughs> no, I think he's just fucking done. Yeah. Like, with life. Hmm. You know, like, like he's just gone in to, to deal with De- Ted, and he couldn't even do that. And then this shit happened with Saul, you know, and now he's just fucking done. He's like, fuck this, I'm going to try and hit on her, my boss. But it's not like his demeanor changes after that. I don't think it's part of him flirting with her. I think it's just, he's just fucking looks stoned because he's just done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've read, you know, somewhere that, like, the main indicator that they wanted to stray away from the womanizing gangster trope. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they they wanted Breaking Bad to not be tied to that identity of, like, hitting those tropes and those beats, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so they, what, so he fails to seduce Carmen. That's what's carrying that exactly. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. But then I, I like when he sees Jesse immediately after that. And he's real kind of blasé and, and has that stone character to him most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then as soon as Jesse pulls out that bag of meth, he's just instantly back to his normal character. And he goes from calling calling um, Jesse in that scene from Sun straight back to calling him Pinkman and then being like just fully judging hard on the meth. Yeah. You know, talking about the diameters and stuff and talking shit about it. And yeah, it's just kind of funny how rapidly he changes character like that when he sees a bag of meth, you know, it's his passion now. His whole world really is collapsing in around him. Yeah, truly. What a cunt, though. Like <laughs> he was pretty mean to I, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, d- I, I didn't expect that reaction from him. No, neither did I. Yeah, like yeah. didn't look that bad to me. Thought the mess looked <laughs> yeah. pretty good. 
I would have snorted some. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like yeah, you fucking that's a joke. would have. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought this was really clever. Uh, Gus looking to capitalize on Jesse and Walt's little breakup. Yeah, he's a clever dude. He is. Yeah. I like how Mike is, like, advising him. And then Gus says, I don't believe fear to be an effective motivator. Yeah. Now, we see a fucking season later that this guy slits <laughs> this guy's fucking throat with a box cutter <laughs> right in front of Walt and Jesse just to intimidate them with fear. So, there's a little bit of hypocrisy there from Gus Fring. Yeah, but as we see, it, it turns out it's not an effective motivator, is it? They fucking, they, you know, uh, overthrow him because of that. Because they're too scared of him. I can't remember. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the case. And that's kind of funnier now that he actually said that. Yeah, right. <laughs> he went back on his own word and then <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's his fault all along. Yeah. Yeah, you got anything else? Uh, Hank. Yeah. He's denied his tour in El Paso. And that's kind of a big deal for this for his character, you know? Like, he, he's this macho guy. That's like the ultimate dream, you know, to get to Washington. So, he always says. So... Him denying that, which for really no reason at all, because it's not like this camper van lead would really go anywhere for an agent as senior as him. It's a it's a big deal. I, I this is like the start of like his most interesting arc. I think. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. I mean, it's good though that he's finally acknowledging it, even though he's kind of externally still trying to put on a facade, saying that you know I need to find out Heisenberg. That's why I'm not going to El Paso. But you know he's not going to El Paso because he doesn't want to go there. Hmm. And I don't blame him either. And then the last shot of uh, this episode on the green light. Yeah. Yeah. So. Go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What does that symbolize, Mitchie? <laughs> it symbolizes him going. Fucking meth cooking time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Because uh, like, you know, in the. I feel like has there been red light imagery prior to this? I don't know. Maybe. I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, if I recall from memory that the. End of the Fly episode, which is like season uh, episode ten or nine of this season. Yeah, the last shot of that episode is the Fly landing on a red light. Right, as if yeah. So yeah, is that this he's season? Fucking, yeah, I think so. Oh, <laughs> what do you not like that episode? Well, yeah, from the twice, two times I've watched it, I really, I don't know, but but maybe this time with a little bit more insight and a little bit more like. You know, knowledge about subtext and shit might be better. I don't know. It's kind of boring. Mate, it's our boy Ryan Johnson. Yeah, well, fucking... What do you mean? He's not even a good director, really, in my opinion, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking brick. Right, that's what, pretty much all I had to say. <laughs> yeah, brick. Um, yeah, I just... I, I, I'm glad he's fucking going ahead with it, because the last two episodes have been all right, but... I don't know, it's a lot of family domestic shit and, you know, I ain't about watching a whole TV series about that. I, I want to get back into the meth again and I want to see this fucking laundromat underground super lab that Gus Fring sets him in because that, that shit's just fucking sick. Mm. It is very sick. Yeah. And also one last thing, I love how when he's a, right at the end of this episode, he's in the car driving and on the radio, what pops up? What? Donald Margolis attempted suicide. Just, you know, keeps biting <laughs> back at him, that memory. <laughs> The shit that's right, and then he quickly changes the channel, running away from his problems. Yeah, he does. Yeah, classic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, otherwise that's all I got. Same. All right, thanks for listening. See you next time. See ya. What's it like? It's awesome. Everything's 
maximum interesting. You get these really cold and sharp, like, action dagger feelings. It's awesome. Come on. What do you say? If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amttm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights, or criticism, you can send them to mail at amttm.com. And as always, thank you for listening.